Capitone's entrance broke the thread of Gavrila's reflections. The dissipated shoemaker came in hands behind him and, lounging carelessly against a projecting angle of the wall, near the door, crossed his right foot in front of his left, and tossed his head as much as to say, What do you want? Gavrila looked at Capiton and drummed with his fingers on the window frame. Capiton merely screwed up his leaden eyes a little, but didn't look down. He even grinned slightly and passed his hand over his whitish locks, which were sticking up in all directions. Well, here I am. What is it? You're a pretty fellow, said Gavrila and paused. A pretty fellow you are, there's no denying. Capiton only twitched his little shoulders. Are you any better? he thought to himself. Just look at yourself. Now, look at yourself, Gavrila went on reproachfully. Capiton serenely surveyed his shabby tattered coat and his patched trousers, and with special attention stared at his burst boots, especially the one on the tiptoe of which his right foot so gracefully poised, and he fixed his eyes again on the steward. Well, well, repeated Gavrila, well, and then you say well. You look like old devil himself, God forgive my saying so. That's what you look like. Capiton blinked rapidly. Go on abusing me, go on if you like, Gavrila Andreich, he thought to himself again. Here, you've been drunk again, Gavrila began. Drunk again, haven't you? Come, answer me. Owing to the weakness of my health, I have exposed myself to spirituous beverages, uh, certainly, replied Capiton. Owing to the weakness of your health? They let you go off too easy, that's what it is. And you've been apprenticed in Petersburg. Much you learnt in your apprenticeship. You simply eat your bread in idleness. In that matter, Gavril Andreich, there is one to judge me. The Lord God himself, and no one else. He also knows what manner of a man I be in this world, and whether I eat my bread in idleness. And as concerning your contention regarding drunkenness, in that matter too, I am not to blame, but rather a friend. He led me into temptation, but was diplomatic and got away while I, while you were left like a goose in the street. Ah, you're a dissolute fellow, but that's not the point, the steward went on. I have something to tell you. Our lady... Here he paused a minute. It's our lady's pleasure that you should be married. Do you hear? She imagines you may be steadier when you are married. Do you understand? To be sure I do. Well then, for my part, I think I'd be better off to give you a good hiding. But there, it's her business. Well, are you agreeable? Capitone grinned. Matrimony is an excellent thing for anyone, Gavril Andrej, and, as far as I am concerned, I shall be quite agreeable. Very well, then, replied Gavrila, while he reflected to himself. There's no denying the man expresses himself very properly. Only there's one thing, he pursued aloud. The wife Our Lady picked out for you is an unlucky choice. Why? Who is she? Permit me to inquire. Tatiana. Tatiana and Capiton opened his eyes and moved a little away from the wall. Well, what are you in such a taking for? Isn't she to your taste? Not to my taste, do you say, Gavril Andreich? She's right enough, a hard-working, steady girl. 
But you know very well yourself, Gorilla Andreich, why that fellow, that wild man of the woods, that monster of the steppes, he's after her, you know. I know, mate, I know all about it, the butler cut him short in a tone of annoyance. But there, you see... But upon my soul, Gavrila Andreich, why? He'll kill me, by God he will. He'll crush me like some fly. He's got a fist. You kindly look yourself what a fist he's got. He's simply got a fist like Minion Pajarsky's. You see, he's deaf, and beats and doesn't hear how he's beating. He swings his great fists as if he's asleep. And there's no possibility of pacifying him, because as you know yourself, Gavrila Andreich, he's deaf. And, what's more, has no more wit than the heel of my foot. He's a sort of a beast, a heathen idol, Gavrila.